Boston-based curator Rainy Tisdale sees museums at a crossroads. There are two possible futures for museums, and one is that they just sort of gradually go extinct because they get less and less relevant with each passing year. The other is that, you know, sort of they can figure out how to embrace these new ways of working with real attention to the needs of their public audiences and how to meet them, and we can do something amazing. Today, we will ask Granny about some of the ways museums can meet the broader needs of the public and discuss why museums might be better positioned than other institutions. Museum of Museums is a tiny show about the way we display science, art, and culture. Each episode lasts less than 15 minutes, so let's get started. Rainey Tisdale is concerned about the compartmentalization of various public institutions. We take our learning self to school. We take our bodily self to the medical system, but the medical system doesn't actually treat our mental self. We have to go to a a whole other place for that, and so on and so on and so on. And um, so I I just think that that um, is is a lens that that warrants a lot more exploration. While all these institutions probably could do a better job of serving the public, why the particular focus on museums? Why not just focus on other public institutions? I think there's something about museums as being these places for open-ended exploration with these resources that are disposable that can be used in lots of different ways. Just because we set ourselves up as educational institutions doesn't mean that that's the purpose we have to serve. You know, I think there's some informality and some flexibility to our processes that could be deployed in this whole range of activities. And some of those other institutions are stuck in, you know, sort of more narrowly defined, you know, sort of reasons for being. Open-ended, informal, and flexible. We would definitely not use these words to describe public institutions like schools or hospitals or newspapers. But there is a chance we would use them to describe museums. So I see potential for museums to provide the resources to nurture all those different parts of ourselves. And in fact, I think we're seeing from the new social science that they actually want to work as an integrated whole where one helps the other. Um, And maybe we don't tackle them all at the same time, but we, you know, we're moving within that territory in a fluid way. And there just aren't many places, public places within our current society where we can get that kind of um, whole self-approach. For me, certainly, so much of what I think is great about museums is when they support open-ended exploration. You know, my husband talks a lot, he's a journalist, about the difference between an exclamation point and a question mark and the idea of you know, in this case, museums that say, this is the way it is, exclamation point, versus museums that say, let's ask some questions. And once we get through those questions, let's see what other questions they lead us towards. Museums are these immersive environments, right, where it's about a place, um, not always a place, but mostly a place that does provide something for your brain and your body 
and your spirit all at the same time and is a public place, therefore your interactions with the wider world come into play as well. And, you know, I think that that just, there's a lot of potential there that we need to continue to explore. You can find more of Rainey's work by searching for her online, R-A-I-N-E-Y-T-I-S-D-A-L-E, or by visiting the show notes for this episode. Her blog is called City Stories, which features an expansive archive of museum topics with a strong urban studies focus. Thanks for listening. Ofmuseums.com.